have listened to our pastor Melbourne Prince Sunday morning message to all the congregants of Eagles This Ministries. Be blessed. Good morning, beloved. Uh, greetings to you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the second Sunday that we come together like this in uh, making use of technology to address you. I must say that your presence is missed. And I know that uppermost in people's minds today is the coronavirus and the lockdown that is happening. All I can say is, is that uh, we must be safe, we must be responsible, and we must trust the Lord. That's all I've got to say about that. This morning, uh, I want to speak to you about the priestly blessing that God told Moses that he must tell Aaron and his sons that whenever his people come together, that he must pray this blessing over his people. In Deuteronomy chapter 6 and from verse 24, he says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you his peace. Now, the word bless is a powerful word, but many times it is used in a very casual manner. We use it as a passing word to say bless you, or we say have a blessed day. Or sometimes if you are highly spiritual, you say I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. In fact, the word blessed has many times been hijacked by secular culture. We uh, see it when awards are given to uh, the music world and the individual person comes up. Uh, he has just received an accolade or an award for the music that he has done. He swears like a sailor and then he comes onto the stage and says, I just want to thank the man upstairs for blessing me. That's not the kind of blessing that I'm talking about here today. The word says, the Lord bless you. The order of the word shows you how blessings come, who the giver of the blessing is. It says, the Lord bless you. Walter Brueggemann, the Old Testament scholar, says that word blessed means world transforming word and in what he says he says you just have to look at the world of those whom God has blessed and see how the world around them has transformed so every time the blessing is read the people understood what this meant the Lord bless you their minds would go back to Abram and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and how God blesses Abram and says, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the people of the earth will be blessed through you. And now look at Genesis 27. 
how Isaac blesses Jacob. He says, may God give you the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth, plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. Look at Jacob's word to his son Joseph in Genesis 49. He said, Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. The archers have bitterly grieved him, sought at him, hated him. But this bow, his bow remained strong and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. By the God of your father who will help you and by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies beneath and blessings of the breast and of the, and of the wound. And, and, and this is what the people who has experienced this, who says this, they do not only say the Lord bless you, he says the Lord keep you. In other words, God knows how to keep those who belong to him. He is a sustainer. He is a preserver. Now look, don't, don't you think for a moment that Moses knew something about God as a keeper. Don't you think that when, when this is read, the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you, that Moses says, I know something about God keeping me. He kept me in a basket. He kept me on the river Nile. He kept me in the wilderness. He kept me in the mountain. He kept me in the Red Sea. Don't you think he knew that? Don't you think he also kept Isaac from being sacrificed? He kept David from Saul. He kept Daniel in a lion's den. And how he kept the three Hebrew boys from the fiery furnace. He kept Jesus from Herod who desired to kill him. He kept Peter from prison. And he kept John on the island of Patmos. God is a keeping God. He can keep you when you look at life's condition. Remember that God is your keeper. Your heart may have been broken in multiple pieces or multiple times, but God knows how to keep you. I know there are some people think that they are keeping themselves. You don't. God is the one who keeps you. Now, now look further what he says. He, he causes his face to shine on you. First, the Lord bless you. Then he keeps you. Then he causes his face to shine upon you. This is personal. Some translations will say the Lord turn his face toward you. That is personal attention. Don't you think that Moses knew something 
about what it means that God signing him? Doesn't that take your mind to Exodus 34 when Moses came up to the mountain and the Lord shone on him and, and a little bit of God came upon Moses so that when Moses came down the, the mountain, the people could not look intently into his face so that Moses had to cover him. He causes his face to sign upon you. Moses went up that mountain, God shone on Moses, and when he came down, that sign was there for everybody to see. When last did your countenance sign? So that when people looked at you, they will ask you, are you saved? What church do you belong to? When they look at you, they will be able to see that there is something totally different. When last did people look at you and says, man, there's a something completely different about you. There's a light around you. Let your light shine. Sign in the nighttime. Let it sign. That is what we have learned from the Sunday's school song. Look at what Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 says. He says, For God, who said light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has sown into our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. That, that light has now been sown into our hearts and that light must now be visible for others to see. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord causes His face to shine upon you. And the Lord give you His peace. This is the fourth one. He not only bless and keeps and sign, He says, and give you His peace. Now, look at how the Apostle Paul, in his salutations, he says, grace and peace. Do you notice that peace never precedes grace? You cannot have peace without grace. For by grace you have been saved. You have to, you, you know, uh, what do you say? Goodness and mercy may follow you. Right? But remember, it is grace that will lead you. The pictorial pizza. The world gives us of a blessed man. He must have a home in an affluent area. He must have wealth. In fact, he must have prestige and position. He should have popularity. He chases after fulfillment. But I can tell you now, he is always empty. He drinks from the wells of pleasure. His thirst is never quenched. He has no peace because he does not have grace in his life. For by grace we have been saved. Paul says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. We have a lot of atheist people today. People that don't believe in God. They believe that there's no evidence of God. Everything is about science. And so they simply says we do not believe in God. But something much worse than an atheist is a Christian who live like an atheist. They love Christ in their hearts, 
but there are no evidence of him in their daily walk. That would be a sad case. If you live like there is no God, you will soon find out you will have no God to bless you. That there is no God who will shine upon you. And there's no God who is able to keep you. And there's no God who is able to give you his peace. You live without him and you won't be able to have the blessing. The word blessing is a word that I look for when the benediction comes. When, when, when they minister over us and says, the Lord bless you. I, I receive that with open palms, held to the front. I keep my face up high and I receive that blessing. The Lord bless you and he keep you. I sadly to say, some people when they hear the benediction, it's like they can't wait to get out of the door. They can't wait to leave and they miss the opportunity to receive the blessing of God that he will keep you and sign upon you and give you his peace. Do you know the word blessed is helped in reserve for you? The Lord bless you. In Matthew 25 and verse 34, he says the Lord in uh, Matthew 25 verse 34 it says then the king will say to those on his right come you who are blessed by my father take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world did you notice it he says then the king will say to those on his right look here come you who are blessed by my father take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the foundation of the world. It is my prayer that the Lord will bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine to you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance to you and give you his peace. In Hebrew it would say, Adonai Yaer Adonai Panafi Lecha Veku neka, ya se adonai panafilecha, vi asem lecha salom. The Lord bless you.